0: What's up everybody? We are back with another Food and Beverage Department podcast. We are your department heads, Harris David. My name is Ruben Dominguez. Awesome man. Let's get right into it. Let's do it, dude. So I was telling you, while we're, you know, pretty early on in this process, I think we should kind of let people know where we stand on things, right? I think that's a good idea. In in, in addition
1: to like throughout these episodes and these other shows, we're going to be talking about things that we like and dislike, but to get things started, I think it's a good idea that you brought up to uh, just right off the top, let's let's throw some of them out there because that way it'll give you, the listeners, a chance to know what we
0: like as well. It's kind of a little background into our lives. Uh, Specifically today, we're going to be talking about beers. Oh, this is a beer heavy episode, everybody. Now, we both love beer. Um, I think, Ruben, you are more the brewery. You go to more breweries than I do, I think. I think, overall, I've been to a lot. I
1: What I would say is I haven't been to as many recently, but I still enjoy it. And, yeah, you're, I mean, if we're counting breweries, and yeah, maybe I, I am on top. But I think it yeah. has a
0: lot. For me, it has a lot to do with I'm poor. So. <laughs> hey, join the club, dude. Join so, the club. So, yeah, I, I do enjoy going to a fancy a fancier uh, beverage marts like a high low liquor in core city where you can find beers that you won't find at Ralph's or your local liquor store your local corner liquor store or bodega. But uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that word by the way, dude. I do too. I, I really wish I, think, I really yeah. wish it
0: was a West Coast thing, but it's not and I mean we just call
1: we just call them liquor stores, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: This this is all coming from we uh we went to brewery X this past weekend at, in Anaheim. Had a great time. We had a great time. They had a great selection of beers. They had a great place. It was a great space. A lot of a lot of photos. They want you to take pictures there. They want you to take a lot of pictures with their cool X logo, their logo in their the patio, background.
1: Everything. Everything there is for the gram. Exactly. There's bright, there's bright colors.
0: There's big things everywhere. Like, it's made for it. Uh, and I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Not you know. But you, with, that, with that said, you better come with good beer, which they did. And let me get started with... In a popular opinion, right, I I don't care for IPAs at this point in my life. I lived in San Diego for seven years for, I think, a good chunk of that whole brewery explosion that happened out there. Do you want to say the years you were there? I don't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, okay, well, let's start with this. I take that back. I, I went out there 2004, and I moved back here in 2011. Okay. That's actually...
1: Very close to my, we'll get to that later. But that's a great time to be there. Yeah. Those years that you just listed was a time when microbreweries and craft beer, like you said, exploded onto the scene. Like, and there wasn't just a trickle here and there. Like, it went overnight from like one or two craft breweries around to like a ton in the San Diego right. area.
0: Now Stone was already Stone already had their wheels moving. I'm not saying I was their priest. Like, no, no, no. Stone was moving. Uh, although San Diego, Carl Strauss already had a bunch of restaurants out there. Uh, there was a Gordon Beer spot where I lived. Like it was, it was a thing. I so really? I was there in the prime. Not to say it's not prime anymore, but I was there. Me, wheels are moving. Wheels. Machine machines greased. I was there already. So with that said, I I have had a lot of IPAs in my too many IPAs in my life, and it was you would go to a you would go to a, a hole in the wall bar. And it'd be Bud Lights four dollars, um, whatever other micro brews seven dollars. Hey, but we brew our own IPA. It's right now. It's only two dollars a pint. You know what, gonna- dude? I'll have that. I'll have that. So everywhere I went. That's what mind. it was, a heavy IPA, and they were delicious. I loved them. It was an acquired taste, and to get, like, not to front at all. It was kind of like, oh, he's cool because he's, at least in my head, he's, <laughs> he drinks an IPA. I can't drink those. Those are for men or whatever whatever false pretence you want to give it. But, you know, I was all about him for a minute.
1: I So was I, man. I mean, look, I may have gotten into it uh, maybe a little earlier than you because I spent uh, a, a year in Portland. And I was up there in— Good beer city. Oh, man, let me tell you. I was up there in 2007 when they were having the kind of same revolution as uh, San Diego started having a little later. But over there, it was established because they had some of the—they had like a a mid—I don't want to call them a macro because they weren't huge, but they also weren't like on a small scale. And they did have nationwide distribution is some of these beers up there were like really strong you'd had that long hammer ipas and you had some full sale you know nut browns that were like really powerful as well and those are all awesome and i got into it just like you said like you know they were cheaper and they were everywhere and i wanted to try them and the, the The first person I ever tried it with, he told me, are you sure? And I was like, man, I love beer. Like, why not? And he's like, well, this is a really strong beer. It's really kind of gross. It doesn't taste good. You know, most (laughs) people don't like it when they first start. And I'm like, well, what better time to start than now? So I did, and I, you're right, man. The first couple times, it was just like, man, this beer's way too strong. It's it's gross. There's too much hops. It it, sounds, it tastes like they screwed this batch up, something. It tastes like those, biting right? into
0: a tree, right? <laughs> you're right, dude. And that, that's an opinion that I have now, but that's also an opinion I had back when I loved them. But see,
1: I still enjoy them. I'll still have one. I'll still tear through. Uh, I can't do more than, like, a few now, but, like, you know. Every once in a while, I get together some friends, just like you, and you do some beer shares, mm-hmm. some tastings, and, and you go through a handful, and they're good. But the point to all this is that, like, over time, you, like myself, and I didn't realize this until you brought it up, actually. And over time, like, you just realize they all just taste the same. <laughs> but I didn't notice that. I was so proud to drink I, IPAs. I, I was ruined so it happy. for you. I'm no, sorry. But when, when you said it, though, it clicked. It was like, it's kind of true. And not that it's a bad thing, it's just that like maybe we've had so many that like they've just started to blend together. And I would Look, hate for the, that to be the case, because and I there's, don't think it is.
0: And there's there's fruit-infused ones, there's doubles, there's triples, there's oak barrel ones, there's all kinds there's of all East Coast, West Coast. And I I totally taste the differences in them. I really do. But at the end of the day. It's essentially the same thing. It's still a An orange IPA smells like orange.
1: <laughs> it's still good And this. then at the
0: end it's going to taste like you're biting into a tree again. <laughs> I you know what? That's a great announcement. And you know and, and, and if that. anyone's listening to this, they might They're going to be the angry. Thing, they're yeah. going to be angry with me, but I'm just saying it's coming it's not I was it's coming from a place of I've just I'm burned out on them. So it's not like I never gave them a chance. I'm like, oh, those are gross. Look, let me tell you a story. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna admit this to you, when when I first found out about Eric and Bastard, it was because of the gargoyle and its logo. And I'm like, damn, that's a cool logo. That was. A bad I tried thing. the beer at first, didn't care for it. Didn't care for it at all, and then I'm like, I started seeing the people that are drinking. I'm like, man, that's a cool dude. He's drinking Eric Bastard. I found a hoodie that I wanted to wear. I'm like, dude, I better, <laughs> I better teach in. myself to learn how. I better teach myself to drink this beer, and I eventually did. And it's you know, I, I forced it down a lot, but you it's know, a, I got to wear the dope hoodie, and that's sometimes all that that's all that matters. Hey, man, presentation is everything, right? <laughs> but you know what?
1: Like at the end of the day, like yeah, like at a certain point, there's there's a there's a little bit of pride. And being able to drink an IPA, and not just like drink it and look cool, but also like know about it and look and cool, talk about it, yeah.
0: <laughs> and like the science is fun. Someone, yeah, of course. But I mean that—that's that's part the, of why I drink a lot of the, the IPAs yeah. that I do is knowing what goes into them. So I don't care for them, Ruben. What? What? What's your go-to beer at the moment? Man, at the moment I've had quite a few, and sorry, so,
1: go-to style. I'm sorry, go-to, go-to style. Okay, yeah, yeah not Go, to be too specific. Right, just to change it up. Okay, go-to style for the past couple months because we have been in the summer and in southern california the summer lasts a very long time. So I've I've this summer I've stuck with ales. I just wanted something stronger than a normal a pilsner that's very light, very mm-hmm. easy to drink, something with a little more body and flavor than just a lager. So I've gone with a lot of ales this summer. This summer it was a lot of red ales, a lot of the fruit ales, those are so oh my okay. God if you haven't had any fruit ale recently like some of these breweries are coming up with some excellent stuff and I'm also not giving names. I'm specifically not calling out beers. The thing is I want people to go out and try them themselves yeah like find them find something with a cool label find something with a something in the description that tastes you know hits your palate, something that you have an affinity to, something that you want to try. If you've never tried a red ale, by all means,
0: that's what you should be on. Yeah. And different breweries, I mean, I go to a bar and I try to, I mean, I try to, obviously I stay away from what I stay away from, being IPAs and I don't care for stouts, but I I will try something that, ooh, that's a cool handle on that uh, on that bar tap. Uh, that's, that's something I've never had. Yourself.
1: Yeah, that's how I, First I get round, it. First yeah. round,
0: that's my experimentation round. You know what I mean? That's what I'm going to get. That's And that's when I'm most likely to spring for a more expensive beer. Uh, an eight dollar or something, something. Yeah. It's um, first one but it's it's something? uh for me, while we're on it, for me, I I like I love vloggers. I love pilsners. Um, right now that we're in the fall, I love anything Oktoberfest. I love anything uh, red red ales mm. are one of my favorites. That's why I keep bringing it up.
1: That's one of my favorites from the summer, for reals. So That's yeah. True.
0: So so my first beer right off the, right off the bat is gonna be something I'm I haven't had before. That's and if always, I, and that's always what I'm looking for yeah. if I
1: go anywhere if there's a new bar I'm trying or same bar I've been to and they have a rotating tap guess what I haven't had that one yet that I haven't seen that tap before mm-hmm. let me grab that who makes that where is it from when did you guys get it I'm asking all these questions as you should too if you are a foodie or a drinky I mean I, a I don't drinky, know drinky I don't think that's a thing, that's a
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think alcoholic is the uh, is yeah, the... <laughs> that's a better word
1: for it, right that has a better ring to it
0: alcoholic uh <laughs> for science,
1: <laughs> for lack of a better term, I guess. But the truth is, the truth is, if if I'm, my goal is to always try something new, mm-hmm. whether that's at a bar, at a at a you know liquor store with a good selection, or even at a supermarket. Very rarely will you find a supermarket with some serious craft or some serious independent stuff. Oh yeah. But but the point is, like I'm always trying to broaden the horizon. I'm always trying to expand the amount of the the number not the number or but the kinds of beer i've had different brands different styles sometimes a lot of these breweries ballast point is a bad example but they have a they have probably brewed over i don't know i, I can't put my finger on it but a ton of beer and a lot of them were seasonal and a lot of them were one-offs and that's those one-offs are the ones that like i'm seeking out the ones that I'm looking out for, the ones that I'm I'm paying attention to, because some some of them they'll never make again. True. And guess what? You're not. I'm never gonna try it. But if I go out there looking for something of a one-off, and they've got one somewhere, guess what? I'm gonna try. Oh,
0: most definitely. Uh, the whole yeah, that's the exclusivity factor. Is I mean you know I, with the stuff that I collect, exclusivity stuff. I'm all about it. Style so points, if, man. <laughs> Style points. It's true. Look, I,
1: we're laughing. Yes, of course. But how cool is it to walk into a room full of guys, uh, uh, people who drink beer, guys and girls, not going to exclude anyone, but to see like, hey, guess get what Guess what brewery I tried the mm-hmm. other day? I had Bells. Or guess what? Yeah, yeah. I had some one-off from, uh, I don't know, Bear
0: Republic or something, dude. Right.
1: Like, you know, that that brings you a certain level of clout. Just, just you know? like
0: people like to stunt for the gram. Yeah. we like to stunt for stunt untapped, the stunt for the untapped. untapped. Oh, no. and you know what's funny i only have like five followers their family and friends yeah same here dude. but those five people mean way more than the the tens of followers i have on instagram let me tell you something <laughs> i mean because it's always about like especially
1: if the people you follow or follow you are like the in the same into the same stuff people who like food people who like drinking or something like that and then they can easily have like that conversation of like, oh, what was that like? Tell me about this. Would you think should I get it next time I see it? Something like that. Yeah, give your opinion. If it if it's bad, I'm gonna say I'm gonna be honest with it. I'm like, not
0: gonna order it again. Yeah, yeah as
1: simple yeah. as that. And, and like for me, especially since we're talking about what we like, let me just throw in here. One thing I don't like is sours. Now I'm not mm. I'm not saying they're all bad because I haven't tried all of them, but a major an overwhelming majority of what I've tried in sours isn't for me. Okay. I've had two. I've had two that are good. And guess what? I don't even remember what their name is because if I come across them again and I'm feeling adventurous, <laughs> I'm guess what? I'm
0: gonna try a sour. Sours. My girlfriend loves sours, and we took a we took a trip to Portland back in October, and we went to an all sour brewery. And Ooh. man, that brewery blew my mind. Oh man, I can feel and my stomach infor- stomach turning. Crescent, Crescent something brewery mm-hmm. in Portland. All sours, dude. They were so good. Sours for me, it's not, like you said, it's not a go-to for me for sours. Sours do put me in a place. Like, I'll probably only do sours in the summer, the warmer days, That's on a, a patio. patio. Like, it's very specific. Sours for me will be always, will always put me on the that patio at, at that brewery in Portland. So, I'll... I'll do it again, but it has to be kind of be the same. I'm definitely not going to drink a sour at the pad, yeah. you know, especially now it's cold outside. It's yeah, true. And another thing I just thought of
1: is for sours, I think the only way I'll try one again now is if I'm pairing it with something, if I'm eating it with, if I'm drinking it with food, because I don't think I want to have just the taste of a sour beer in my mouth. Okay. And peanuts, let's be honest, I love peanuts and snacking on them, but I
0: want it to have more substance with the sour. Okay. You know? Let's See, I'm, I'm opposite with, with sours. I those flavors, because it's almost like a it's almost like a wine. I the, would agree the the <laughs> the complexities uh, and the trust intricacies me, they're there. They're there. of the flavors in a sour. <laughs> it's a wine, right? It's a wine. So I don't. Know. I mean, I mean, yeah, you do pair wine, but I'm be- again, man, I'm we're beginners. Well, I'm beginner. I don't oh, speak hey, for you. No, I'm listen, a beginner. I'm a beginner. So too, I need man. I need to understand this beer on its own. But speaking of trying stuff new, so trying new things. New excuse things. my excuse my English. I just learned it. Again, we went to we went to Brewery X. We did. We let's went talk to about let's let's talk about what we tried out there. Yeah, we, for sure. And without without discussing before we ordered, we kind of we kind of went for the same things. Yeah, we didn't. We, we were in line getting our stuff. We
1: didn't. Uh, we didn't talk. We we just looked at the menu and we just we grunted. Yeah, exactly. We nodded. We didn't compare notes or anything, but we re- we did write down... Uh, first of all, Brewery X does it right. As you walk into the the, the storefront... Well, it's weird because they have a giant patio before you walk in. But as you walk into the interior portion where they are going to pour your drinks, they have a huge board to your right. And it has a list of all their beers. And it gives you their description, the uh, the style that they're brewed in, as well as you know the alcohol percentage. And then it tells you whether or not they actually even have it there, which is a good thing. So... You know, you take a look at that and, and you know, people make their decisions based on a name or how, how what the content percentage of alcohol is. But uh, what I did is I just went down the line and I always order them in order of lowest uh, ABV percentage to okay. highest, to highest. And man, if I'm remembering off the top of my head, one was steel toes and sweatpants. That was an American lager that one was very good. So it, that one was the one that surprised me. I didn't I didn't expect much of it because of the name. The one at the top though was SOK, and I don't know what it stands for, but it it don't is know. but it, I know, but it doesn't matter because it's a great great Mexican-style lager. Mm-hmm. And it it hit my palate so good.
0: Very so crisp. Good. And was, that's sorry, it's not to cut you off.
1: No, I just I was just going to say that like it was probably the, my favorite one of
0: the day that day. I I totally agree with you. Yes, okay. It was crisp. It had. It was a, a bit fruity, very citrusy. A lot of lime. I did a know lot of lime. lime it was. It wasn't a Bud Light lime. No, it was. The hell not a no. But you could tell that it was brewed with.
1: It. Yeah, with yeah. the
0: hints, with the subtle hints of lime. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a tasty beer, and you know what complemented it? It was the weather, man. To yeah. be honest with we you, out in the see. That's the thing for me, drinking and eating in a certain setting, dude, totally multiplies how much. A love I have for that afterwards.
1: 100% agree, dude. Like, the environment that you're in makes a huge difference and a big impact on how you're perceiving a taste, a flavor, an experience. Because guess what? It was a bright, sunny day. We were outside on a patio. We, we were there for a birthday, you know? So all, all, automatically, we're there to have fun and enjoy ourselves and celebrate someone's, uh, you know, the, another trip around the sun. But it just all came together at that moment for that beer,
0: Speaking of setting, one of my favorites was it didn't really even have a name. It was backyard, barbecue, beach beer. That's
1: right. Now, it, it wasn't
0: it was they obviously there's there's those aren't flavors. <laughs> it was a setting. It was what you would drink while at those places or doing those activities. And know. To name a beer that was – I thought I thought it was genius because that was the beer that I want to drink while mowing a lawn or while grilling meat. Like, that's what I want. I want a crisp, chuggable – I want to crush these when I'm, you know, in a – I want I want 30 of those beers and still be able to function. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great way to put it is is chuggable because,
1: yeah, if you're out in the sun – and you know you're sweating a little bit and you're getting thirsty yeah you want to be able to take two or three big gulps of oh, a yeah. beer now with a porter or a stout, like you're not going to do that on a oh, hot day. Oh, if you're day.
0: drinking a stout or a porter, you are a
1: serial murderer. But, but that's what I'm saying. You're not going to do that on a hot <laughs> summer day when, like you said, you just finished mowing a lawn or let's say you've At been- At the beach. You know, Yeah. Grilling. You're, you're not going to do that. You're not. But you might do that with a beer that's a lot lighter, a lot crisper, something fresher. Very clean. And that's that's where that comes into play. I think that was a good, a good tactic to put or to include what- activities work best for that that beer that particular beer and i think they did a good job man they listen first of all i think we're bearing the lead with brewery x this place is beautiful it's huge it's majestic it's in a converted like factory of some sort they used to make some rubber products and now they got this gigantic space and they're making full use of it uh you can tell that there's a lot more creativity that's gonna go on with that place. Like they they're planning to expand it into like a beer hall, mm-hmm. which is which they have plenty of room to do that. They have this giant outdoor patio space. It's dog friendly. It's family friendly. They had a band playing because it was their grand opening that day. So there's a full blown stage next to one of the walls, and they got a gigantic mural on that wall yeah. of guess what?
0: Brewery X. <laughs> Another Instagram moment. All, all
1: yeah. of it. All
0: of it was. It's crazy. They had a they had a space for pop up restaurants. That's right. They to, had the, to the, come in. They, they had the a little makeshift, a makeshift, yeah. a makeshift kitchen back there. Dude, it's awesome. That yeah. There's so much. There's so much that can be done, and I'm sure they're on top of their. You know, they they know it too. They
1: got big plans, I'm sure. There's a, a ton of parking. Parking. You're not. You're not gonna have to worry about parking because you shouldn't be it.
0: driving there anyway, Ruben. Well, look, listen, you shouldn't. you, you, you can drive there. You just shouldn't drive away.
1: <laughs> or in our case, use a designated driver. But. Uh, <laughs>
0: Speaking of the season, yes, uh, we're not speaking of the season, but because of the season, they also had a, a fest beer, which is usually what you would be drinking at an Oktoberfest. That's right. We did um, both get Another done. crushable beer. This is the type of beer that you drink out of a huge boot, Giant out of a stein, huge stein. Inside a tent. Yeah. 10-gallon Ten stein. You just chug this thing. Yeah. Dude, fest beers, for something so crushable, for something so crisp and clean, Damn, they pack a lot of flavor. Ton of flavor,
1: and it's probably why they only do it around that time. It's just, it's just so hard logistically to get everything to do yeah. that every single. I don't
0: know, man. I'm assuming in Europe, that's all you
1: have. I don't know.
0: I, look, I'll, when I've I get there, been... I'll, t- I'll tell you when I get there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but another, another fest beer I really like. Not to go too far off subject, real quick, but dude, Three Weavers, Three Weavers has an awesome fest beer. Yeah, but three everything three weavers makes is great, man.
1: <laughs> like so uh, it doesn't surprise me that their their awesome, their fest beer is awesome because I believe it. And guess what? If I see it based on that recommendation alone, guess what I'm drinking?
0: Uh f three weavers. Fresh beer. Maybe? Fest beer. Okay. okay. <laughs> We're back to brewery, yes. Stuff. Yes. Let's go back. But uh so yeah, I had so unbeknownst to us, we we went with a very similar um samplers right we did we got we got almost
1: aside for like maybe two or three different ones our second our second flight was exactly oh exactly the same same. it was exactly the same and I think it was by default too because both of us ordered a beer that didn't exist or they wasn't they didn't have it readily available
0: it it was still in the process yeah they were still brewing brewing it
1: so yeah our second list was all the same and I also based my second list off of what I didn't have the first Mm -hmm. list
0: and I also know you didn't go with any IPAs because of what you said, man. Like, don't okay. let me alter. No, don't let no. me alter your taste. If you but like IPAs, brother, get IPAs. I do like IPAs,
1: but uh, I also feel with the first time of going to a brewery. And also, this is just getting specific. And I hate like minutia, but it's the first time I'm there. I'm not trying to drink the strongest just because it's the strongest, and I'm not <laughs> trying to get hammered. You know, I yeah. wanna. I was trying to scope it out.
0: Yeah, For and that and that was a question time. I did ask you. Do you do you base your picks on ABV or do, what do you like? What do you go to? What what was your answer? I what did I tell you? I don't I, remember. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, but, but I can tell you what I'm gonna say now,
1: which was like I don't I, I, we've because of our IPA conversation that yeah. they all just end up being thrown into a giant basket of them all tasting the same. Which, to, technically, it's not true. I get it, but. I want to try other things. There's other flavors out there than just an IPA, and you can do, you can be a lot more versatile with these other styles of beer than you can be with an IPA, because everything that IPA is going to be is dank, it's dark, it's heavy, it's strong. But with everything else, there's different notes of fruit, mm-hmm. lime. Apparently, we had one with lime. The Fest beer was amazing. I just with an IPA, you know what you're going to get. You're getting an IPA, but with
0: and sometimes they smell like orange. Yeah. And sometimes they smell like passion fruit, uh, uh, But at the end of the day, it's they still taste like a tree. <laughs> it's, that's
1: not, but again, we're getting off topic of the point that like what I was trying to do was say, I thought to myself, well, okay, what do they have to offer? Besides my favorite beer, there's an IPA that I know I can get at any time. So let me go after that S.O.K., that Mexican. I always try a Mexican style lager. Oh, definitely. Always. Because that's what, guess what? That's what I'm going to be drinking in the sun at the beach. Mm-hmm. I always try one. So I went for that. The American Lager, the Steel Toes, and Sweatpants. That just, that name just like, I like was that catchy. A
0: lot. I like that one a lot.
1: That was just catchy, and I tried it, and it surprised me beyond what I thought it was gonna be. So I, I tried that, and I, and then I went for like, what, what else they have? I can't remember. I'll so outside
0: of outside of the clean, crisp lagers and pilsners mm-hmm. that we had, they had a, they had quite a selection of like spiked seltzers. They did. There was that purple one we saw. Remember? That was uh, um, damn it. It's a good it's a good berry. Humbleberry. Humbleberry? Yes. It was called Humbleberry. Humbleberry. Uh I actually brought a, a Crowler home. That's right. You did that's get it. Right. Good, that crowler was giant. It too. was a deep purple. Almost looked like a sangria. It looked like Because there was a picture of it sitting on our table. Yeah, I remember seeing that, yeah. And I assumed that it was something else. And I ordered it and I got something clear. And I'm like, that's that's not what I wanted, but it was still and good. It worked out. But uh yeah, dude. It was delicious. It was good. The
1: color stands out so much. Like, you look at it and you're like, what is that picture of of purple, you know? Like, I wanted it to call it purple because that's what you would look at. You look at it
0: and you see see purple. And I'm very wrong. It's Huckleberry.
1: Huckleberry. (laughs) You got the H.
0: I was trying to think of what sounds like Humbleberry. H-berry, Humbleberry. I think that's a saying, right? Humbleberry. Humbleberry? It's Huckleberry. Huckleberry. It's 100% Huckleberry. I just looked it up. Sorry, No, Huckleberry. Hey, look, we're correcting our own mistakes. That's not a bad thing. Low calorie hard seltzer, and dude, a lot of a lot of people were havingly drinking. I saw it. Yeah, with the it whole there. white call white cloth phrase or whatever. What'd you think about it when you got home?
1: Did I you haven't had it? I haven't had it yet.
0: Oh, it's still sealed. It's still it's still sealed. Oh, there you I go. I think I think we're tapping that tonight. My girlfriend and I have been on opposite schedules, so tonight's uh, tonight's tonight, tonight tonight's Huckleberry. Tonight. Huckleberry.
1: <laughs> so let us know. Hey, we'll talk about. We'll let you give you a uh, Harrison. And the, the hometown review,
0: the home state, home... Home field advantage? Home field advantage review, yeah. <laughs> yeah, please let us know. So, enough about fancy micro-brews. We uh, we came across an LA Times article uh, back from April, April, but you know we didn't have a podcast back in April, so we're bringing it up now.
1: And it, it's also very <laughs> relevant to this topic, so it makes perfect sense that we are talking about it. Right, because it's, 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 it's beer.
0: It, and it's important. So... I'm prepared. I'm prepared here.
1: We're LA good.
0: Times put out their official domestic beer power rankings back in April.
1: Shout out to LA Times, first of all, for putting this together. Because I don't think any- Dude, that of, food section it, is killing
0: it. Every,
1: every, every Ever since they've gotten some new new people over there in charge. Shout doing, out Jen Harris. They're doing great things. Shout out Gustavo Arellano. Shout
0: Dude. Out, the God. Yeah. Sorry. Arash Markazi. <laughs> got the sports on lock over there. <laughs> um- but yeah, so they they did a, a power rankings with a like a four quadrant graph here. Uh, better taste, worse taste uh, to the left and right, up and down, more chuggable, less chuggable.
1: Yeah, so at the top you got the more chuggable, at the bottom it's a less chuggable. So like Harris said, it's an X and Y quadrant. On the left, worst. X on the and back. Y.
0: Yes, that's what it's called.
1: Yeah. yeah. Thank you. No, no problem. That's what we're here for, man. <laughs> we got each other's back. All right, so top to bottom, left to right. Here's what we're looking at, Harris. Uh, why don't you go ahead and start off the list?
0: So what I'm assuming where you want to be is that more chuggable, better taste corner. Am I? It's That's a fair assumption, correct? The top right. Yeah, uh, that's, okay. That's,
1: that's <laughs> a sweet spot. That's the sweet spot, yeah. In
0: here you find Miller High Life, uh, Rolling Rock, Bud Lights, Youngling, which I was surprised to see in there, uh, Pabst, Bush, Coors Light, and Michelob Ultra. All. Champions, by the way. All great beers. Dude, let me tell you something about Rolling Rock for me. All right, let's hear it. The CVS by my house has six packs of Rolling Rock for free, basically. (laughs) Where's mine? Uh, (laughs) I haven't seen mine yet. I go in there with high expectations. I want want something in the $12 range. All right. However, my wallet says otherwise. So I'm (laughs) reaching for that $5.99 six-pack of Rolling Rock and... Think, it's yet to disappoint me.
1: I think we all know. That I trailer. love Rolling Rock. I, surprising, to, to, I'm <laughs> gonna say this. I've never tried Rolling Rock. It's I've the seen, green can. I, I've <laughs> seen ads for it. I've seen commercials. They used to sponsor a music festival back in the day. Oh really? Yes. And uh, I just never. I've never had an opportunity. I think I. I have. It may have been like at a party or at a bar I've been to, and just found something else. But, um. Destined to try a Rolling Rock now. All I think right. I'm going to make that a point to be my next beer. As a rolling so out
0: rock. of out of those, man, what are what
1: what are you going to right here? Go to in that quadrant, Miller High Life. Miller High
0: Life, the champagne of beers. It, it, oh my god, Dude,
1: I used <laughs> to. Okay, I've never. Okay, this is going to be a great story. But I'll be, wait, are we going down the list? I don't. No, no, away. we're not. We're not going to okay. go down the All list. All right, right. It's perfect. Let me tell you a story about Miller High Life. So when my brother first turned twenty-one, but he was like one of the youngest to turn twenty-one. So. Uh, all his friends took him out and we went to a bunch of different places and inevitably the 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 conversation turns back to beer and one of the beers that his best friend Jeff was talking about was Miller High Life and he could not talk enough about it he loved it he said it was his favorite beer and i laughed i was like how is miller high life your favorite beer that's just it's a low quality beer like and at this point i had never tried it it's a, it's a cheap beer it's cheap for a reason i don't think i'd ever like it and then then weeks later months later I was going solo and this is another difference between you and me I was rolling to a show a Slipknot show by the way solo my favorite band I was just going by myself no one else wanted to go no one had the time I went (laughs) and I get there and that's on the menu and I'm like where else am I going to try it you know (laughs) <laughs> got like the big one, the big version, the twenty-two ounce. Oh, they had twenty-two ounces well, there. Like, they didn't sell it in a glass. Oh, that I was like man, a you know, slip plast- knock the thats yeah. bold. Trust me, there would have been some head injuries. So, <laughs> <laughs> I got the twenty-two ounce, and I said, I- "I'll go big," and this will probably be my only beer of the night because I'm by myself and I'm not I'm, like, really hanging out. And let me guess—you were wrong. I was wrong that it was my <laughs> only beer, and I was also wrong that I was by myself. I ended up running into, into some people that I knew, but that night changed my life from Miller High Life I could not believe how good it was it was refreshing it was light it was fresh it was it was something new it was like I took the first sip and I thought to myself like did they pour me the right thing like I was expecting (laughs) it to be bad I was expecting that bitter beer face man but it was right and it was good better than I thought and it's always had a special place in my heart ever since then
0: again and I'm sure this is gonna be a reoccurring uh, theme with us is that dude setting is gonna be a major factor in guarantee in what we like? I mean, think about your favorite greasy your greasy spoon diner. Oh, Everyone's listen. the one in your spot is better than mine, and I feel like the one that I grew up going to is better than yours. And then the next neighbor sto- yeah, have the my nostalgia thing. and It's the story you have a great story that is that's attached to that. But Change the next one, in it, I'm again back to I'm I'm surprised the youngling, and I think it's because it's rare out here so to see youngling out uh see that on a domestic beer list and then in no offense to these other beers but like in that company it's like whoa you know that's a that's an eight dollar youngling at a bar you know what i mean but it's 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 ranked with a bud light again love bud light got a lot of friends who love bud light dude i have friends we have friends that we know some people exclusively drink bud light and that's okay we give them some we give them some crap but it's, it's okay pass it's fine their friends are good guys <laughs> well I will be I will
1: say this I don't think I've ever had a youngling I don't I cannot remember there there's probably a good chance that I have had have tried one I cannot remember consciously like saying yes I've had one it's probably because they're hard to get out here it is but, out of, they're out of PA I, yeah I know but they're all over the East Coast oh yeah they have a great arm of distribution out there I think that if we had them if they were more available out here, I would have had more already.
0: They are definitely one of those things that you'll the, uh, one of those breweries that you'll see at a beer festival, and mm. it's a highlight because of the rarity, or scarcity yeah, out here on the West Coast.
1: And we just went through that with uh, Brooklyn Brewery. Oh, at the Bruhaha.
0: All right, uh, not not to get too crazy off no, subject. There's, let's let's there's move over to the next. All right, to the next go. quadrant here. Let's do it. So we're gonna go. We're gonna move over to the left on our list here or on our chart. Still chuggable. But worse taste. Now, <laughs> now this uh, this has ooh some college favorites: uh, Natural yeah. Light, Keystone Light, Bush Light, National Bohemian, which I've never had, and Hams, another beer I've never had. Uh, so National Bohemian, you've never had. I've never
1: even heard of Mm-mm. until I saw this list. And that's <laughs> and that's okay. It's that's uh, it's temple. not on it's
0: not on the corner of the. Uh, beer that I want anyway. But based off of the name itself,
1: because of Bohemia beer, I would try it. Oh, the the Mexican La Latin beer. Okay. Yeah, the Mexican brand. Yeah. Bohemia, you said it wrong. Bo- <laughs> Bo- <laughs> Bohemia, for those of you out there keeping score. <laughs> and there's a good, uh, we're not getting off topic. Okay, National Bohemian beer. I would try that just because I have not tried oh, it. Oh, yeah. Same thing with hams. I've never even heard of hams. But I that would be, if I see it, Guess what I'm reaching for? Oh, first round again? Just charge me eight bucks for it. I'll, I'll buy <laughs> yours. Sucks, I'll buy your... <laughs> I, I'm not ordering it again. You get one shot, Habs. <laughs> one shot. But, Bush, uh, Bush Light, uh, I don't think I can say I've ever had it unless it's been in a beer pong. Club. I was going to say, you've never played beer pong with Bush Light? But it's it's going to be Bush Light. It's going to be the, the the usual suspects here. Bush Light, Natural Light, and Keystone Light. I guarantee I've had all those beers, just not...
0: I'm pretty sure I've drank out of a keg of all three of those beers because it was. I'm, look, I've
1: cheap. been to an, I've been to enough frat house keggers to know that yeah, I've probably had one of those
0: beers. I just don't know which one it was. And at that point, don't you think, hey man, maybe we don't need a. If you can't afford a Coors Light keg. <laughs> Maybe you don't need a keg. Yeah, dude. But when it's <laughs> raging, and when it's raging, man. And like, but I mean, you know, you could charge everyone a thirty rack when they come in. It's the same thing. Hey, bring your own beer, man. You know what? You know sherry. what? You know what? The worst part of those three for me <laughs> what you got? is the smell oh, afterward, God. the day after when you're picking up the empties. Uh, guess who was in charge of that for two years? <laughs> <laughs> guess who was mopping floors? That's guess no. <laughs> I, I lived in an unofficial frat house for uh, about a year um not in a frat but it lived in the house weird story i don't even know how i ended up whatever there. you just got a room but uh every day like every weekend i'd walk out and that smell oh my god that I, I smell still, would hit me. you
1: just saying it i just got that smell in my nose again dude yeah of course 100 percent. That scarred good. me it, for it lingers, life you know and the hardwood floors are stained with it. Oh, your f- your and, feet would stick to the floor. Yes, I couldn't walk out of that place quietly after a party because guess what? Guess what? You're do- and you're stuck to the floor at a certain
0: point. <laughs> All it's right, bad. not not to focus too much on the negative. Let's switch over to the other side of the list again. Let's do it with uh still better taste, but less chuggable. Less chuggable. On yeah. this side, we have the heavier beers. We have Bud Light Platinum. We have Budweiser or Bud Heavy, as we like to call it in at my house, Coors banquet and bud light lime, which I thought was a little weird for that side, but bud light lime. A bud light lime. Okay, so before I get into bud light lime, I just
1: want to say that this quadrant here is what you would serve at a frat house when the theme for the party is date night. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's
0: just that is but a terrible theme. <laughs> I'm but just going to say you're that. Frat a date. house Date night. If you're bringing a date to the no, party and it's we're just staying away it's from it's those. Just, if it's
1: just the brothers and their dates and yeah, that's fine. Okay, so that sounds so weird. I want to hear this <laughs> later. Off, off. We're moving off on. the mother- <laughs> We're moving on. All right, check it out. So, Coors. I think we've all kind of. It's been in our lives since you know since I can remember. My dad used to drink it, but he drank Bud Light, Budweiser, everything else. That's funny you say that. Okay, this is the dad section, isn't it? I. That's exactly what I was the say. This is the dad section. Yeah. But I will say the Bud Light line, which I've been trying to get back to, I tried this out of pure coincidence one day because I used to date this girl. And not that she ate like a third grader. Did you take her date had, night at the front <laughs> house? No, I did not take her date night. This was way past date night. Trust me. I was a mature adult at this point. So uh, with again, light, sunny, fluffy, cloud kind of day. And... She, we stopped at the store to get stuff to bring to a party and guess what she wanted to try it was Bud Light Lime. And I was like, seriously, like you have a wall full of like great, amazing beer and you, you want to get reach get what Bud the lady Lime?
0: wants. Of course we got, of Bud course Light we Lime. got
1: that. And we also got my IPAs and we I went to the party. So at this party, she's having a great time drinking her Bud Light Lime. And I'm like, you know what? I just got to do it. For the sake of at least knowing what it was and saying that, yeah, I at least tried it. I grabbed the Bud Light Lime and I drank it. And to me, maybe it was already because I was a beer or two deep, it tasted like lime Gatorade. Interesting. It tasted just like Gatorade. Like I could drink this and it was like fruity and juicy and like it went down very easy. I would even go as far as to put that in the very chuggable That's section. what I was gonna say. That's yeah. why I'm so surprised that it's I in know. the less chuggable quadrant. Me too. It's a crushable beer. And that's why I wanted to start with it, because <laughs> this story makes complete sense now. With your backing, yeah. is that yes, that's exactly what I, I I think that's miscategorized. I think it belongs up top. And I think that like if you guys wanna, you know, talk bad about Bud Light Lime, try one. Try one. They're not bad. They were not bad. I don't know how it ended up there. This guy. I mean, it's
0: in the better taste part. It's I, I, a good I, I tasting will beer. Say, yes, I will say it, it's a beer. But they're you crushable. Can have. They are. I'm extremely. drinking. That's like a. It's a. It's the probably, equivalent of a two bite taco for me. Yeah, and that, and it's probably a,
1: a dangerous beer because you lose track of how many you got because it's so good. <laughs> for me, that's every beer. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that's, that's for me too, man. Um, Budweiser. Our, I feel like our age group kind of craps on budweiser budweiser is a tasty beer budweiser was it's f- heavy uh, yes so you're gonna f- you're gonna feel it after you're gonna feel heavy you're gonna be bloated it's, it's a full-bodied beer but for it, sure. dude it's tasty it's sweet malty it's it's a good like i would drink that on a cold night
1: a good a good a classic budweiser no frills no light no platinum no nothing right. a classic budweiser was the first beer i ever tasted I ever tried. My dad gave me a sip of his beer, whatever. And it put me off of beer for a little bit, but then when I got back to it, that's the first beer I jumped back on. And it met expectations at that point. I was All like, right. oh, this is that is has is and will always be the standard for me for beer. Okay. It's like, oh, is it better than a Budweiser? <laughs> yeah. Good beer. <laughs> okay. Doesn't mean but okay. that, but it doesn't mean that. You have to works. draw a line in the stand somewhere. Yeah, for me, it's just a classic Budweiser because even if it doesn't taste as good or it's worse than a Budweiser, whatever you want to call it, like it's still not going to be a bad beer because it maybe it has something better that, uh, or a different flavor, a different quality that I like.
0: That's funny that you say it's your first. Budweiser was the first 40 I ever had. 40 is good. It was after, back, back in college, when the Colts won the Super Bowl against the Bears, I believe. Mm, was it the Bears or was it the New Seattle. Or- Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. All right. That was, <laughs> we played Edward 40 hands after the game because oh, we were still we still wanted a party. Sounds like a frat house initiation. No, nah, it wasn't at the <laughs> frat house. Something. It was at another. It was another. I moved like every year. I stay, I, and to this day, have never had a malt liquor, and I won't. And, you know, that's usually what comes in a 40. I digress. Budweiser in one hand, taped to one hand, and a Miller High Life taped to the other one wow that's a good strong combo right there. Right? yeah even back in that's my not points, knowing man. anything about beer days i knew what was up you started so off that's, pretty well yeah so that's what i had taped to my hands <laughs> <laughs> you could have done worse done <laughs> oh a lot worse trashy. which the other guys in the group found out because they were doing still reserve and king <laughs> cobra i'm like why you know anyway so that's funny you say it was your first beer that was my first 40 that's when i found out hey dude Budweiser maybe doesn't deserve all the shit gets. no
1: I don't th- I don't think so I think that because they've been around so long it's just a classic easy go to and people who maybe avoid that for whatever reason or have tried it and had a bad experience doesn't matter like it's just it's an easy target it's a, a gigantic punching bag
0: is what it is and everyone can take a swing yeah real quick just want to hit Bud Light Platinum real quick dude when these came out they were pushing it hard, mm-hmm. and actually, one of our friends was sponsored by Bud Light Platinum. Oh, so no whenever, so really whenever cool. he came by, or whenever he was at a thing, just hooked it up, dude. Bud Light Platinum's all around. Okay, can't, can't be. And uh, dude, I and again, yes, better. It was a damn good beer, and the difference uh, for those that don't know, Bud Light Platinum is just a stronger, mm-hmm. has a higher ABV than a regular Bud Light. But dude, still, I I think it's in the it, it, it is in the less crushable spot. But I didn't feel like that big of a difference. No. Ob- I, mean, I mean, obviously, after a couple, you're like, oh, all right, I'm going to chill for a minute. But still crushable. Still good. Yeah. I can't say anything bad about a but light like platinum. And I noticed neither of us mentioned cores.
1: I, I don't care for cores. Yeah, I don't steer in that direction. Just not for any particular reason, just other than like it, I just wasn't raised with it, I guess. Okay. I've never, it's never been readily available. No, nothing, I don't, I nothing I don't like the color on the can. Uh, I take, you better take that back because the Coors light. That's a silver bullet. Now, let me tell no, you No, this. this is Coors Banquet. Right. It's that oh, weird that yellow, yellow one. one.
0: that orange yellow. They don't okay. care for that color. Yeah. It's bland. It's got <laughs> a bland look. It's got a bland Talk thing. about if a color were to describe that beer to me, it's that weird color on a Coors Banquet. <laughs> it's like, it's almost like if the can is transparent and that's what the beer, like, color
1: of the beer is. Do you inside. want something
0: that's like, blah? <laughs> 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 All right. So... For now to the uh, the less desirables, uh, in the every, untouchables, in, in every the non-wantables, the worst taste, less chuggable beers, and in here you have Miller Genuine Draft, MGD, the famous Still Reserve Two Eleven High Gravity, which I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Sam Adams, the regular Sam Adams, Bud Ice, Miller Light, ooh, Natural Ice, Natty Ice, Schlitz, Ice House. And Bud Light Orange. I got a story about all these. So, which one do you want to hear?
1: <laughs> I want to hear the best one. Uh, okay, that will be, uh, man, uh, Sam Adams. Sam Adams. Uh, I've I've had Sam Adams. I've drank Sam Adams. I think for the most part, Sam Adams is a very, very good beer. I don't. I know agree it, with you. I don't know how I ended up down here. I was surprised. Everyone has a different palate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I remember watching a film called beer wars. It's a documentary. It's uh it's over at least 10 years old at this point. And this documentary f- focused on one particular woman and I don't know her name, but the point is she was in a uh, she was in the beer industry and she had worked for Sam Adams, she had worked for plenty of other breweries and beer companies and w- worked her tail off and she finally got the guts and decided to open up her own. And she did. And she did as much as she could for as long as she could. And it just w- it didn't get off the ground. For whatever reason, it just didn't get off the ground. And there's a very, very, very really poignant scene towards the end of the film where she has a sit-down meeting with uh, the brewer of Sam Adams. And they have a conversation and they're old friends because they work together. She used to work there. And she asks for some seed money. And he has the most difficult time turning her down because she's a competitor. And it's breaking his heart to tell her no. And he says, like, straight up to the camera in an interview, he says, I, I, I didn't have the words to tell her no because she's a great friend. And I, and because we're competitors in the same industry, I couldn't associate my brand with her, even to help her out. But... uh." I, are you in this movie? Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not. But this is, he's a good... <laughs> he's a good uh, I want to know tar- your story, okay. Ruben. What's your story my with this? All right, my point is, uh, to bring this all back, is that they were such good friends that he did give her uh, something like a $12,000 check personally. Like, not from have anything to do with the brewery or the Boston Beer Company or anything. This was like a personal like gift, I guess, or loan. But he just did, could not bring her, for whatever reason, into the fold with the association of Sam Adams Beer. So... Uh, that's also a cool, like a cool thing to see, is that like, yeah, we all know this community of brewers and breweries, and they all look out for each other. There's not a lot of hate. There's not a lot of like, oh we're better than them. No, a lot of them are actually friends, and a lot of them help each other out, and that's just goes to show you how cool brewers are. Because at, the camaraderie. It, it's, yes, it's, because yeah. even though he couldn't support her professionally, he still like as a friend, personally, still gave her money. Which, I mean, if that speaks volumes. And I think if any brewer is in the same position to do that, would.
0: Okay. All right. So so for you, you like Sam Adams because of the backstory and the Backstory, backstory okay. aside, it, I still think it's a good beer. Okay. Yeah. I have a personal collection connection to Ice House. Oh, let's hear that. Ice House isn't really on anyone's radar. No. Um, in college, I had a friend from Florida. And he was an older guy. He was He was way older than me. Um, but we worked together. He was a good friend. He, he is a good friend. And that was his go-to beer, Ice House. And when he f- we found a random store that had it, and he's like, dude, tall cans of Ice House. <laughs> Made his day. So, yeah, he dude, he would buy mad Quantities. tall boys of, of, <laughs> of Ice House. And his dude would cook. He would cook gumbo. He would, he, would, uh, he would grill in his backyard. And, dude, he always had Ice Houses. So I... Personally, don't agree with it being on the worst taste, but then again, I haven't had an Ice House since, and I don't think I've ever had an Ice House without a dope steak or a nice bowl of gumbo. Setting right? Uh, environment, so <laughs> environment. So I'm going to, right off the cuff, going to have to agree, uh, disagree with Ice House being in that worst taste quadrant. Like Just the name Ice House is pretty awesome. That's a cool
1: standout ice name, Ice House. There was a keg spot by my place that sold <laughs> nothing but kegs,
0: and it was called the Ice House. And, and just... So, I know we were talking about Natty Light earlier. We talked about uh, the Buds. Yeah. Bud Heavy, Bud Light, Bud Ice. So, Bud Ice, Natural Ice, those are just stronger versions of the other ones. Yeah. But... No one ever messed with those beers. I mean, I don't – none of none of the people in my circle ever messed with the ices. Um, that wasn't something you wanted to play beer pong with. Yeah, because we all knew
1: how strong it was. That's what
0: you would – you would make a stronger version of of a beer that was good. But being that your base beer wasn't good, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the logic doesn't how dare of you, sir? <laughs> the ball's on you to make a stronger version of an already mm-hmm. terrible beer. Wow, the audacity. The hubris. The hubris. The hub- of-
1: <laughs> the audacity. I like But that uh
0: <laughs> I think we're gonna wrap up the show. We yeah. went we went through the we power ever- LA Times Power Rankings. Yeah,
1: find um, it. You can find it online anywhere. Just look up LA Times Power r- Beer Power Rankings. You'll
0: it'll come up for sure. You found out a little bit of, of our preferences when it comes to beer. And of course, if you continue listening and continue on this journey with us, you'll find out these you know, even more weird, quirky things about us when it comes to food and our drink. Like,
1: our likes, or dislikes—they're all gonna, they're all eventually gonna come out. And we light. hope that you get angry with us.
0: Yeah, be you on know? my side if you yeah. want. Be on Harris's side. It's yeah, or none of our sides. Yeah, it, maybe it we matter. both have the pilot of a twelve-year-old, <laughs> and you got something better. Let us know. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, real quick, you can follow us at the Food and Beverage Departments on Instagram. Um, you can find me at HungryHarrisLA. Harris LA. Ruben, where can we find you at? Old underscore man underscore Ruben on Instagram and Twitter. Awesome guys. Well, thank you for listening, and we're uh, we're signing off. Thanks. Yeah, we'll catch you on the next one.